Welcome to the Pinch to Zoom podcast. I'm Stetson. And I'm Gabe. In this episode, we're talking about why do people watch unboxing videos? And yeah, we're also just hanging out together, chilling, uh, chillaxing. We're iPhone testing. We're doing a lot of stuff and we just thought, hey, let's throw in another podcast, an extra bonus. Is this a bonus podcast, Tetson? I mean, it kind of fits in with our regular schedule, record on weekends, publish on a Monday. But it's an extra one because we usually only do every other week. Oh, but wasn't the last one a bonus one because it was the iPhone? No. That no. was, oh, the iPhone and then we were yeah. regular. So I... You're getting, we've done now three weeks in a row. So you're kind of getting into the every week thing. You're feeling like this is a regular podcast. It is. When it's, it's actually basically a bonus, but it's a tech timber. So we're like, hey, let's throw out an extra podcast. We got a lot of content. We're actually in the same room together, as I said earlier, which is pretty rare. I think the last like 10 or so we've been recording over FaceTime at least. And that works, but. Is definitely, you know, not the same energy, the same amount of hype that we have going right now. Uh, and yeah, not the chance that Setson can spill water on my audio equipment as well. So that's always fun. This is true. I think for the uh, past few episodes we recorded at Gabe's apartment uh, way back in like January, February, I brought in a water bottle. I spilled it. Yep. Had to clean it up. Wants uh, to test out always the waterproof resistance of his iPhones. Just this, this is true. This is true. Um, and Gabe, we had a pretty great day today, I would say, Well, right? today and yesterday, yeah. I know uh, the new iPhones came out Friday the 20th. And yeah, we both picked up, a, I picked up a Pro. You got a Pro and an 11. This is correct. This is correct. And we set about unboxing them and getting them out, testing them. I know that we filmed one unboxing of an 11 Pro on an iPhone 11 Pro uh, in a very cinematic style. It took like longer than it should have like five or six hours yeah to, we were up in the studio recording for quite film, some yeah. time yeah so check that out on my channel check out on Stetson's channels for the more regular simple unboxings um and or don't if you're i mean we're going to be talking about why people like unboxings or at least why we think people like unboxings later in this episode but yeah i think coming in from a weekend of basically filming an unboxing video for my channel and for gabe's channel we have some thoughts on like wait a minute why are we even doing this um and yeah. can hopefully provide some insight into that definitely uh, i i mean yeah let's i, I almost want to go into it now but let's you know what we have to do first right oh cool of course it's quick news quick news quick news quick news, quick news. all right uh this is tech timber like i said so first off let's get into smartphones because we were just talking about the new iphones Stetson, what do we got coming up for new smartphones? So basically, we have two new smartphones on the radar right okay. now. We got beep, ourselves... Beep, 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 beep. There it is on <laughs> the radar. We got them. We got the detector out. And it's the beeping. first one is... I'm going Pixel 4. Okay. Uh, this has now been confirmed. October 15th, Google's hosting an event. They're going to be launching or, I guess, properly announcing the Pixel 4. They can walk up on stage, say, yep, you guys were right, drop the mic, walk off, and then give us the prices. Really? Yeah, they, they put up a, a banner or, or an ad in Times Square, right? right? Wasn't that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They put up a banner. I think this was actually to confirm the leaked coral color. Um, and so they put that in advertisement to the, Yeah, the, the sign that. is like all, all coral, I think, basically. And then it just says October 15th, Pixel 4, I guess. I don't know. I'm they're, not quite sure. They're, they're building yeah. the hype. I think what Google wanted to have happen was little leaks spill out here and there. And they would sort of confirm some details, get everyone excited. At this point, we've basically seen a full proper unboxing and review video uh, leaked online. Like this phone has been ridiculous, but 
October 15th, that's what we're looking out for. We don't know the price. The other thing I don't think we know is what the second camera is going to be. If it's going to be an ultra-wide or if it's going to be a telephoto. I think my money's on an ultra-wide. I think we've seen Samsung do it. We've seen now Apple do it. I think that uh, Google can probably get more data and you know the, they're good having their primary shooter and then they're going to use the ultra wide to gather more data and do some cool effects and stuff like that um yeah that'll be interesting to see do you think that they're leaking this stuff on purpose because it kind of makes sense they're the last smartphone really to release before the holiday season so they're like let's try to you know keep people remembering hey we got a new smartphone coming up too you know because if someone starts 2019 like i need a new smartphone you know, first you got Samsung, Samsung, OnePlus, uh, Samsung again, and then iPhone, and then uh, OnePlus again. And then uh, now you have Google at the end of that. So it's like, do you even remember they're there or not? I think this was not intentional. Again, kind of, they wanted to confirm certain details to keep people excited about the phone, keep the phone in the headlines. But this is just ridiculous. And I, I really don't think Google predicted uh, these events going this way. It, it did seem kind of natural. Like, how can you coordinate with someone in another country to specifically leak a review video of the phone before it's even announced? True, like, I guess. But maybe they weren't over... Like, Apple often is very secretive. and like, But maybe they were like, all right, we can be a little looser. Let's... You know, well, that's what I think they were doing. Jimmy, Jimmy, go ride in that. Uh, go take an Uber or go take a lift and leave this one in the car. Uh, that's that's is, that's all you have to do this weekend. So I, I mean, I think it was intentional that they were confirming the details. I don't think they intended to have this many details leaked already. Like I, I do think they were they were hoping to have some stuff. You're probably you're probably right, but I mean, it's also just a ton of free publicity because anything that leaks. Uh, instantly gets covered by every tech blog on the planet, uh, which, yeah, goes out to all their readers and stuff. So It's true. And the other phone that's actually been going out on these tech blogs... Okay, beep, beep. Oh, there it is on the radar. It's on the radar. It's OnePlus 7T. Like Gabe mentioned, OnePlus... Wait, a T after? Yeah, what? I think it's a play or a jab at Apple. They used to do iPhone 6, iPhone 6S. Okay, and so yeah. OnePlus is doing their number, and then a T, because a T, T comes right. after S. Maybe it's better. I don't know. Uh, but this is the OnePlus 7T. Uh, basically, we've seen an official photo leaked by the CEO of the back of it. All this is doing is confirming a new camera hump design, I would say. Instead of being a vertical uh, stack of cameras with a black border, it is now a circle. Reminds me of a lot of Motorola phones that are out with a circular camera hump. Um, and that's basically it. This is coming out. Don't we know it's going to have a 90 hertz display? Uh, well, I guess that's basically a given because I think their current phone has that. What are they? Are they calling it fluid AMOLED? Or maybe it's just like it has a high refresh rate. Like the OnePlus 7 Pro already has that high refresh rate. So I would expect that to just carry over to the OnePlus 7T. Yeah. I mean, they, I was looking at their Instagram right now. They have their top six pictures are all relating to the 7T. Um, and yeah, they say the 90 Hertz display smooth, like never before. Uh, and it's going to be revealed on which day? I think it's September 26th, right? September 26th. Yeah. North America, 1030 AM, September 26th, uh, India, they're doing a launch event on September 26th. And then Europe doesn't get a launch event until October 10th. Ooh, awkward. Sorry, Europe. I guess 
we don't really care about you that much. That is really that is really weird. Um, but yeah, those are basically the two phones that have been. Is on it the expected radar. to be a step down from the Seven Pro? Then that's a great question. I I think this is a step up. I want to say. Oh, huh, like, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not really sure because they had the Seven and they had the Seven Pro, but the United States didn't really get the Seven. They just got the Pro version, and now we have a T come out, but it came out after the Pro was already out. So. I, I want to say it's going to be better. I think we just got to wait and find out. That's the truth for this one. Um, and then, Gabe, what else do we have on our, our... Well, we have another radar. Beep, beep. Whoa. Oop. Oh, this one's picking up something different. Oh, there's another release date. We have the GoPro release date confirmed for October 1st. So, yeah, this is really continuing our Techtober into uh, Techtember. No, Techtember into Techtober. There we go. Reverse it the other way around. And so we've already got the map planned out now you know, uh, end of starting October and the GoPro eight and the GoPro 360 max cameras, both action cameras, one, a regular action camera, one, a 360 action camera will be expected to be released on this date. And yeah, it should be exciting. Uh, basically not any huge changes resolution wise or spec wise, you know, uh, processors are kind of, they can't go up to 6k yet. Can't really hit 4k 120. So it's probably going to be 4k 60 frames a second. Uh, and then some improvements to the camera, uh, like the overall design, making it a little sleeker and adding the ability to add like lights and additional second screen and uh, like a clip on microphone type stuff. Right. Those accessories. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right in time for Halloween, you can pop this in your pumpkin record. Pumpkin. Oh, OK. You know? Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's going to happen much, but. All right, Stetson, we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 let's just move on to the next one. Leave that there. Well, uh, this I, is why you don't have an action camera. <laughs> I guess it's true. But I mean, to be fair, the next thing we have, I was looking at the Pro Photo C1 and the C1 Plus. These are new lights. They're basically like mobile flash photography lights. Yeah, right? Pro Photo, if you are un, uh, unfamiliar with the brand, is very popular among photographers for their flashes. They're also kind of like the apple of flashes in that they're very expensive, uh, very well built, albeit, um, but, you know, they're very highly priced. Like we're talking like, you know, sometimes uh, like three, four thousand easily for a flash. And yeah, but they're very good, very well built. And a lot of people still shell out the money to get them because people love them. So, yeah, they've mainly made flashes for, you know, your cameras, wireless triggers, stuff like that. Now they've made these like. If you, they're like, you know, those lights you put in closets that are like just rechargeable batteries or whatever. They're like a little dome light that you just like stick onto stuff. They're like, and you can like press the whole light in and it turns yeah. on. It's just like this illuminated dome that gives you a little bit of light. Exactly. These yeah. kind of look like that. Uh, they call them like handheld flashes of what they're calling them. They don't actually go on your phone. And in uh, sticking with their brand and reputation, they're also very highly priced. Yeah. You have the... P1, which is the lower priced one starting at $299, and then the P1 Plus goes for $499. So, wait, wait, is it P1 or C1? Uh, that is a good question, and you might be right that it is I, C1. I think I was seeing C1. C1 Plus. The P1 and P1 Plus are nothing, actually. So, um, yeah, we're getting news that those are non-existent, uh, and so don't go looking for those. You might find something else. The C1 is the cheaper price one for $299, C1 Plus for $499, and yeah, they're kind of 
cool looking. They're rechargeable via USB-C. Uh, you get about 30 minutes of full power uh, always on on the lower one, 40 minutes on the more expensive one, or about 2,000 full power flashes. And uh, what is that? I guess 2,000 full power flashes on the brightest one or the more expensive one. The lumens, 4,300 lumens. So that's, that's bright. That's very really bright. bright. But remember, that's only a flash. That's just a quick a burst boom. of brightness. Yeah. Don't be looking at that. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess if you really wanted um, an expensive flash for your phone's camera. For your iPhone 7 or later camera. Yes. Yeah. The, the, that's the funny thing also. I guess because they're so, you know, high expensive, they don't want to deal with Android who cares about them? Do those phones even have cameras? Like, do people even take pictures with them? So their app is iPhone only, which I just love that. Um, I'm betting we'll also probably see these available on the Apple Store uh, is my most... I don't know if we'll see them in the store at physical location, but online. Definitely online, they'll be available. Uh, and yeah, I would be interesting to see the results that people actually get with these. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I we'll think, have to see if, if... And the interesting thing is they are colored. You can change the color temperature, too, on them. Yeah, I was seeing they had a really good range, about 3,000 Kelvin to 6,500 6, Kelvin. So that's pretty good. Um, both interesting options for mobile photography. It's almost weird, in my opinion, how we're seeing all these accessories come out for mobile photography. Like, people, you realize you can get better photos if you just get a proper camera with a bigger sensor, right? Yeah, like, right. It's... I mean, I mean, yeah, we were out actually taking a lot of photos today, uh, you know, comparing the iPhone 10, 10s, and 11 Pro, and it, they're very good cameras. I'll give them that, but they're not uh, like a dedicated camera. You know, they have a lot of onboard processing that you can't really control. They, you know, they seem like a good idea a lot of times until you go to really start taking pictures with them, and then they're lacking things that you know, a general camera has like a dead, you know, like a DSLR with where you can get, you know, a ring on the lens to control manual focus or a, a viewfinder to look in, you know, so if it's really sunny how you can actually see what you're shooting. So yeah, it's, I, I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of mobile photography. I love that it's as good as they are because then when you do take pictures, you, your memories are now in, you know, really good quality. Uh, but I, you know, I granted there are pages out there online, Instagram pages, with millions and millions of followers that only are posting pictures taken on smartphones, you know, people posting only video content to only be recorded with smartphones. So it is entirely possible to create high quality content on a smartphone. However, uh, you know, you're going to always get your better quality, I think, from a regular camera. Yeah, I think a proper camera is just, it's, it's for me, it's more fun to use. You get more manual controls. And I think it's something to consider as opposed to spending like four or five hundred dollars on a flash for your iPhone, just hey, maybe you should, maybe it's time to just get a proper point and shoot or or dabble with a proper camera. I think Gabe, we should segue into our. Well, the, actually, the interesting thing I would have is a smartphone with a flash, like and a light like this, versus a camera like an expensive camera without a flash. That could be interesting. You'd probably hit about the same price point too. Yeah, like, right. Or maybe, maybe two flashes for the smartphone and then a good DSLR or mirrorless camera. I think you'd probably get better results on the mirrorless camera and smartphone, but it also would depend on, no, I mean, mirrorless camera and DSLR, but it would depend what type of photography you're doing. Sure. And the environment, shooting environment, light conditions. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, if you're trying to do some maybe like studio type photography, you could probably get better because you have the flashes and strobes uh, with the iPhone and that. But if you're trying to do some, you know, out uh, running gun style stuff, yeah, the flashes and lighting isn't going to help you. Yeah, that's something I've always been interested in. Like, 
proper point and shoot versus mobile photography. It seems like point and shoot cameras have really been on a decline. But, you know, I think the truth is they still take better photos than your phone and people may forget that. So I don't know. I'm definitely interested in getting a point and shoot myself, kind of playing around with that. Uh, But yeah, Gabe, should we segue into our not sponsored segment? Yeah, we're not. We're still not sponsored by anyone. Uh, However, we're if you want to sponsor us, reach out. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think I like doing not sponsored. I like being able to give some people. Basically, this is kind of like a unsolicited advice. You know, people write in for advice about stuff to like Dear Abby and stuff. This is kind of like us just being like, hey, you didn't ask for it. But here's some advice um, brought to you by us dearly because we're the only ones who sponsor ourselves. So uh, let's get a timer up. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock, Stetson. Do you want to go first or do yeah, I, I want to go, go first? first? I don't know why I asked if I wanted to go first. Right, because it's my turn. And everyone knew that. Yeah, I know. It was clearly your turn. What was I even thinking? Obviously, obviously. Gosh, all right. Anyways, let's get to the not sponsored segment. Up first, Stetson, tell us who we're sponsored by. This episode of the Pinched Zoom podcast is not sponsored by Vizio. Vizio makes incredible TVs with high definition and clarity. You all enjoy watching your favorite YouTube videos, TV shows, movies on television you want your picture to look great image quality be sharp uh vizio delivers affordable high quality high resolution 4k hdr tvs to make your shows look amazing for whatever you're watching uh so i recommend you check them out uh just for people's uh reference stetson it it felt very sponsored at the beginning i then glanced around and noticed that in stetson's basement where we are Uh, There just happens to be a Vizio TV about an arm's length away from me. So that I think is, once again, Stetson falling back on the look around, what do I see type not sponsored, which I really like. It might not come through as well in the audio medium and might come through a little random, but hey, it's true. Vizio is not sponsoring us. So it's very true. And, you know, to be quite, quite honest with the audience, I do really enjoy their TVs. I think they make really good products that are uh, reasonably affordable in comparison to the competition. That's uh, really a brand that you don't see anything else but TVs, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I think they make great TVs, in my opinion. I've been very happy with ours, uh, so you could consider checking them out. Uh, they're, I think they're a TV brand to keep your eye on. Personally, not a huge fan of Samsung TVs, but that, that could just be me. All right, Gabe, let me get my shot clock ready to go, and we'll get 30 seconds on the clock. Bloop. all right on the clock we're ready get set begin all right this episode i'd like to say we're also not sponsored by black and white photography black and white photography it's like photography but without color now in all honesty uh while we were out taking pictures today with the iphone i was playing around a lot with the mono mode um and it's actually really cool to remember that hey yeah you can shoot photos without color and it focuses more on like how you're um, you know, positioning stuff in the frame, the shapes, contrast. Yeah, try it out. Uh, it's still a cool thing. We're oversaturated in today's world, and it's fun to... You should have clocked me out, Setson. Gabe, you have gone to... Sorry, I couldn't tell if you could yeah, see that or not. I could see it. I was just testing you. Oh. You have no... You got to You gotta have a little more... <clears throat> yeah, there we go. That's more like it. Proper get a little, buzzer, get yeah. a little more backbone in there. All right, yeah. So that was our not sponsored segment. I hope you appreciated it. Um, you know, use use our code Gabe or Stetson when you use our products or yeah, that's use right. our, our recommended advice and nothing will happen. Absolutely nothing. In fact, you'll probably get an error message. Yep. You'll create a, more of a hassle. Yeah, when you're going to take a fo- black and white photo, put in the uh, 
code Gabe. Yeah, good luck bringing up the keyboard in the camera app. Yeah, or just in your regular black and white film camera, maybe. You're just like, where do I and even enter this in oh my gosh oh no Here. anyway gabe let's move on why do people watch unboxing videos that is a good question stetson um i mean yeah why what are unboxing videos anyways are I you think just that's spinning better, this question i'm, I'm no I'm, I'm going spinning it around i think that's the question we have to answer first. like we have to define what what is an unboxing video yeah sure all right well we just spent this past weekend recording two very different kinds of unboxing videos um, my unboxing video, what I like to do is I like to basically take a box and then I like to take what's inside of the box out of the box. I show people what comes included with their phone or other device. Actually, I think I've only unboxed phones. I show people what comes in the box included with their device. Where this has been the most beneficial is actually with the OnePlus, uh, the OnePlus line of phones because from their 6T to their 7 Pro that I unboxed, I personally was surprised to find a clear plastic silicon case included with the device and a pre-installed screen protector included. I think looking at their branding and marketing materials, you may not have understood that or known that. So that's something I learned while I was making my videos um, and something hopefully my audience could learn from watching my videos. Gabe, what like you we filmed together a lot for your unboxing video. So like yeah, for me on See, that's weird. I was hearing you talk about that. For me, unboxing videos are more that I go through. Um, I go like I'll go like be walking through a city of, or town or someplace and like I'll see a gym. Right. And people will be boxing there and I'll go in and I'll say, no, I'm getting rid of the boxing in this gym. I am unboxing your gym or I'll go into into it like a movie scene and I'll re-edit the movie. So there's no boxing in it. Like, you know, like uh, Rocky Balboa. There's no, I edited that movie, so there's no boxing in it. It's a very short movie. I'll give you that. It cuts out about, you know, like half of it pretty much. But yeah, it's been unboxed. So you just go around, unbo- how do you feel about like moving or shipping companies? Like, how oh, do you? Oh, oh I, I just go into the truck and throw out all the boxes out of the truck. Your truck has been unboxed. Congratulations. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, I've also been arrested several times. Um, my videos have been removed from YouTube. Yeah, it's not the most beneficial thing uh, they've also have not gotten many views people usually leave like hate comments like wow you're such an asshole you know why are you doing this to people sure um, yeah i can understand but that. you know it's pursuing people people you told me you're like you gabe you got to do unboxing videos and i i don't get why you told me that well i mean we just tried to define what unboxing was oh okay maybe wait. maybe you missed a point like you really want to be just taking items out of a box i think maybe Maybe just boxes that that you own or that other people own. Like, well, should I you, just be going to stores and taking stuff out of boxes? I well, you could do that. Security okay, man. Hold not on, like let that. me go do. No, no okay, <laughs> yeah, no, I totally. Jokes aside, yeah, unboxing videos. I mean, I think the the key difference I think is besides what you said, the key difference uh, is there are like tech unboxing videos and more product centered unboxing videos. But then there's also this whole other side of unboxing videos that are more like kid focused unboxing videos. You know, really? Ryan, Ryan's toy reviews um, is one of them. But then there's a lot of like kids love watching um, like them open. They have these like surprise uh, surprise boxes or eggs that come in with surprise characters, you know, like Hatchimals or stuff like that. Oh, And they yeah. have unboxings of stuff like that. And kids just love to watch. You them. just got to know like what's in it. Yeah, right. What's inside. It's, it's more about the surprise thing and about the, you know, excitement and about the it's about the character of the person who's unboxing it, too. Um, but so, I'm. Uh, can I jump in here? Yeah. I mean, something this this actually reminded me 
that sometimes unboxing videos are about showing a brand experience. Some brands put a lot of time, energy, effort into into creating a really unique and special unboxing well, experience. Well, that's what I was going to say is that um, with the advent, I mean, the first unboxing video, I had to look it up uh, is generally, you know, around, they say, uh, around the end of 2006 is generally agreed upon of the Nokia E61, which is kind of like a BlackBerry type phone, you know, like interesting. Where, it was a phone. Yeah. Right. So it was, you had like the beginning of smartphones, um, and the beginning of video sharing services coming around. And so that was the first unboxing video, but unboxings really went back, you know, to, I guess as soon as, I mean, maybe they went back to like Roman times, you know, like for I, when, when, when was the box invented? I guess that's when you had the first unboxing, but like even before the internet, you had unboxings in magazines where people would take pictures. Um, you had probably on TV, you had people like opening up yeah, products like you know, or something or, or I'm thinking like, you know, like new cars would be kind of like shown off kind of quote unquote unboxed. So okay. yeah, going back, but yeah, they had the first unboxing on video in 2006 and since then companies as more people have flocked towards these videos to really find out and learn about products companies have as you said yeah put more time into developing like the brand identity or around like how it unboxes and how it looks in the box how it um you know etc because like the gopro cameras they're in this box that's like very tall square rectangular shaped uh and the top portion is a clear plastic that is very hard and in there is the gopro on a mount sitting there and it's just like you can see it identifiably that's a gopro it's like a trophy it's presenting the gopro yeah and like apple products are their white boxes with minimalistic design it's true it's true i think the the most notable unboxing experiences i've had is when i purchased away luggage i guess i was i was given away luggage as a graduation gift given away luggage (laughs) i was given away oh and luggage was with me no yeah you're given away luggage yet you received it what yeah (laughs) it was it was really cool because of their design their language their marketing materials and also I, i actually remember i purchased my macbook pro for school and when you purchase a apple computer uh, for for school for education you got a free pair of beats oh, yeah, headphones they're, they're, they do that every year in august the education. and, and I, I distinctly remember like opening up that box and the first thing i saw was this piece of paper that said change the way you hear sound and i just i don't know i had mixed feelings about it but i remember it i thought it was really interesting um and i think there's some really clever i haven't seen any so i can't i don't want to get too into this but like I want to say makeup unboxings or other products that could have more intricate accessories included with them. That could be really important for people to to figure out like what's actually included. Like what are you getting? How high quality are the accessories? Um, and yeah, it, like what's just with the kit? What like what do you get? That's that's kind of what I was thinking about why people watch unboxings in general. Is it's really to see? I mean, I think number one thing is to see what's included. Because, yeah, you can go on B&H, for example, if it's a tech product, and you can see a list of what's included um, sometimes with some products, but not always you can really find a genuine list of what's actually included with it. You know, like with Apple, the iPhones, yeah, it's pretty easy. But like with their laptops, are you getting, okay, you're getting this charger, you're getting this, you know, this uh, cable. cable. I mean, something that changed from my computer to your computer. I have the old 2015 model. I got an extension cable with my power brick so I could plug it in and then work from like 10 feet away. With the new computers, you just got the power brick and like a six foot USB-C cable. So you had to work much closer to your brick. Yeah, so that will let you know like 
a what's included but also then maybe what do i need to buy after so if this product's a five hundred thousand dollar product etc whatever it is oh it's that expensive but i also am going to need to buy like hundred dollars extra of accessories just to get started really or not um and then i think it's also what the second thing i think is probably what like kind of the unfiltered appeal that unboxings have they feel more genuine kind of a snap reaction uh yeah yeah that that's kind of what i would define them as just like someone's first like this is the first time they're seeing the product in person exactly it feels less rehearsed more like it's just yeah like i said genuine unfiltered and it's a reaction rather than okay this is i've used this product for a month uh, this is what I've thought about, typed up interview, edited several times, you know, sent to the company, gotten back or whatever. And yeah, I, I don't, it's kind of almost like a test drive, right? I was thinking about this, you know, we go with cars, very expensive purchases um, and with, or with houses, we're able to look through the house or we're able to go test drive the car with a, you know, a computer. You're not able to, I mean, you can try it out in an Apple store maybe, but you're not often able to really try the product or really see how it comes and like get your hands on it. It's true. And computers especially, and, and honestly, a lot of other tech products, it's hard uh, for me to find these products available in store nearby. Sometimes the best place is to just go on the internet. I would say that kind of bleeds almost into review videos, but you can get a pretty good feel for the product from the unboxing. Again, figure out... It, it, it depends the style of the review video, I think. Sure. Yeah. And again, figure out what comes in the box. The other thing I would say is um, figuring out how to repackage your product if you're trying to sell it. Uh, this is something I've that, used that's, before. That's probably, yeah, like, I, yeah, that, <laughs> surprisingly. Right? Like, at the end of a product's life cycle, you're ready to list it on eBay. You were smart. You saved your original box, all the original accessories, ready to get the highest value possible, kept it in great condition. And you're like, oh, shoot. How do these things fit inside the box, right? So, you go on YouTube. You watch this unboxing. Oh, okay. That cable was folded up here. This cable went over there. This is how the device was set up lets you fit everything snugly back in that original packaging. And you can ship it off nice and safe and give the uh, person who bought it another great unboxing experience. Yeah, right. Or, or change it. Get, make your own packaging. No, I, I think that's incredibly true. I've done that several times. And I think, doesn't YouTube have a reverse ability? No, I don't think it, it just Yeah, it does, I think. Maybe it doesn't. I haven't used it, so I. I'm I, th I think unsure. it does. I think it has a reverse because you can. I know you can change the different speeds. I'm pretty sure it does actually have a reverse um, speed, and yeah, you can either learn how to repackage it, or you can learn just what was included. I know I was selling um, some old stuff, and it was like I could see, oh, okay, this accessory was included. Let me go find that. All right, where was this piece of paper? Oh, I still have that in the box. Oh, good. And, you know, it's like I could track down every last piece and be assured that I wasn't forgetting something to uh, give to the person. I think, honestly, those cables, those accessories, like that's what's most interesting. Uh, for example, we talked about on a previous episode of the podcast, right, the new Canon G5X Mark II and the G7X Mark III and also the Sony RX100 Mark VII. These are new point-and-shoot cameras from both Canon and Sony. Something interesting is the Canon cameras are both using USB Type-C, whereas the Sony camera is using micro USB Type-B. This is something you may not be able to tell from the product shots because, of course, these cameras have flaps covering all of the ports. Seeing an unboxing video, seeing the included cables, or even just seeing someone just open the flaps and go through all the ports can help you get a better idea of, 
all right, these are the kinds of cables I need. This is what works with the camera. And this can be true for other accessories and devices as well. That's why it's, I think, important to have someone who actually knows what they're doing unboxing the product. Because I think the fourth thing is probably for the personality or the, you know, to you, you don't, you're not going to watch an unboxing video if you instantly dislike the uh, personality of the person unboxing it most likely or their voice or whatever it is, you know, how it looks. So it, the video has to be appealing in its of itself uh, for, in, in that the content's packaged in a creative way and like nice because like... I just completely blanked out about what I was going to say. It's okay. I can come in and rescue you. What were you saying? Yeah, help me. I'll, I'll, I'll just... Well, simple question. What unboxing videos... Like, who do you watch online? Oh, that's what I was going to... Never mind, Setson. You didn't help me at all. What I was going to say was that the person needed to be uh, knowledgeable about the product because, like you were saying, if a product has micro USB versus USB-C, the person can say, oh, you know, this is interesting that the product doesn't include it. It's kind of unfortunate that it's not USB-C because this is obviously the, you know, the port that we're working towards in the future. Or they could say like, oh, you know, it's it's uh, kind of sad that uh, so-and-so doesn't include a longer charging cable with their camera or that they opted for a plastic lens than a, you know, aluminum lens body or stuff like that. So they can kind of use their insight into what you know, other comparable products have or what previous generations of that product are like possibly uh, and then give give that knowledge in a very, you know, discussable, easy, like casual uh, format to the viewer. I think that's a great point. And, you know, watching someone who's more knowledgeable, you could then decide, all right, whoa, wait a minute, this previous generation, as this person pointed out, is super similar. And now it's a year old. So maybe the prices drop. So you could even just start looking into that product as a potential alternative to this new product you're interested in. Um, but yeah, can I go back to my question? I like, what? All right, fine, Stetson. You can go back to your question. I, I mean, I was just wondering, like you talked about personality being so important. Like, who on the internet has a good personality? Like, who who do you watch? Like, oh, this is channel called uh, Stetson Doggett, I think. Um, Whoa. He sucks, the channel. Oh, yeah, oh, I God. don't watch oh. it. I block the channel. Um, I, Audience, don't listen. Yeah, no. I actually don't find myself watching a ton of unboxing videos, or at least from, like, regular people. I mean, like, like people regular, aren't subscribe everyone to. on youtube a regular person no, okay so all right all right uh, mr., Gabe, are mr., you are you different mr grammar nazi no i mean i uh don't find myself watching from like the same people routinely i mean yes obviously there's the uh marquez brownlee you know casey does his horribly uh you know organized unboxing yeah, oh, i hate that uh i justine does some nice apple unboxings and you know th- those are the common ones but i often like to find the ones that are the little more you know uh less produced the more like you know just the person with organic yeah really exactly organic sometimes people with less than like five thousand subscribers you know just their first video uploaded uh and those are sometimes the ones that are more fun especially if you were watching several unboxings of a product and those are the like those are the ones who give you more insight possibly or a different angle than you haven't seen before sure i understand both that. literally and figuratively a different angle i think the unboxing videos I watch, obviously your iPhone 10 unboxing video, that was incredible. I watch that every day, actually. That's how I start my day. <laughs> Cinematic work of art. Um, and a while ago, I wish I could remember the channel name, but I found this channel and this person basically just had, it was a low quality camera, but set up on a tripod pointing down on a wooden floor. And all they did is without any words, any talking, any background music whatsoever, they just silently opened the box and took each component out and laid it on the floor. And for whatever reason, this was just so fascinating to me. Um, so I got really into that. 
Unbox Therapy kind of claimed that that Unbox name. You know, if we should get a, we should get a clicker count for how many times we've said the word Unbox on this podcast. Yeah, but don't be playing a drinking game to this. We cannot advise <laughs> you'd be that. Plastered. Playing play on a buy a new iPhone every time we say it. You are now in debt. That's right. Um, but you know, I used to like his content. The truth is, I kind of have grown out of it. I think almost yeah, spill the tea right now on him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go in. I, I mean, I, I'm not a huge, I, I think he's got some interesting products on the show, but his quality, I feel the content that he produced a few years ago was more enjoyable to me than the content he's producing now. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, that's each brand to their own, you know, he's done some amazing things uh, on Box Therapy, some great content still coming out. Uh, quality wise, gone up, I think, as far as like film and stuff and like production that. Value, yeah. yeah, but I think definitely you have seen a little bit of uh, like, you know, the channel wavering from its original thing and selling out sometimes, which, hey, you know, he's actually he's making, making a, a living yeah. out of that. We're someone to talk, you know, getting, n- making half a living or quarter of a living off what we're making um, or producing and then making nothing on our podcast because we're not sponsored. That's right. Not sponsored. Ooh, that we'd have it. We've actually turned down Apple, Microsoft, Samsung. The list goes on it's and been, on. It's been hard, everybody. It's been really hard, but we are dedicated to providing an ad-free experience. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, but you know, I think I think it's actually as channels grow bigger, the unboxing quality, in my opinion, goes down because they just like they do unboxing and review and just like it's out of the box and then boom, they're talking about the product. I like to your point those smaller channels, those more genuine reactions. Just finding out what's in that's the an, that's an interesting thing that you said though about that how it's the com- kind of combined unboxing review and I think that's it's kind of like a first look they do right and I think that's where it's become more commercialized is you have all these larger channels right uh, companies see that it's a great way to get your product promoted you know they have millions of subscribers millions of people watching each video and you can get your product in. Uh, their hands and have them take a look at it in something that's less critical than a review like that's what? that's a great opportunity for a company you know that's why you have companies sending them to these creators saying hey you know th- they might be requesting all right can you just make this one video and then you can do whatever else you want with it promoting it either the way or they're just sending them to them knowing they're going to make that one video right. just like read the spec sheet highlight the few yeah. key features it's basically it's an super ad. upbeat you know i mean i think it's jonathan morrison who does them he did one of i think the imac the pro i think it was maybe or maybe the imac 4k i don't know those one of an imac i remember where he had it set up outside at like sunset in oh his i think i do remember that and it was like to like was it i don't know if the music was epic poppy hip-hop i don't know but it was like if it just i mean it was gorgeous cinematography cinematography Cinema, cinematographically yeah you could say cinematographically there we that's go that's word. the right word and it was extremely well shot produced everything like that but it just felt very much like apple had just got a free commercial i i mean they probably did but or um, maybe not for, well i guess the cost of an imac maybe they paid him i don't i don't, know. I don't he's he's come out and said he's never taken money from apple so i don't think they paid him but um, I do think he is a fan and I mean to your we just filmed an unboxing video for you and it was like hyper cinematic um, well and, yeah now I'm a, I'm a hypocrite thanks that's in for making me <laughs> well I'm just saying he could enjoy that no that I, filmmaking I, I, style. I totally agree with that is it's hard to balance you want to make a good looking content 
and you know everything you want to film you want to make look good and people do like to watch positive and create positive things so it's like i want to create a video that you know talks about the positives of this product and looks good and everything however that's going to be very much like a commercial for apple it, or i mean it is it x is. company for for any uh for any product and i you know that to me kind of relates back to unbox therapy where suddenly he's getting all these different unique products and these companies are probably sending them to him for free and it's basically like an ad like he's reaching such a large audience the, i think channel. i think you have a lot of companies who have paid him to unbox oh uh, yeah i guess yeah you're probably right it's just sponsored um but it's it's kind of interesting the question i have is there's that saying uh don't judge a book by its cover okay so where like where are you going with this that's about all i had i just had that you down just had that note. saying yeah because i felt like you know it's kind of like people are looking inside the box they want to get a look you know they but also, are they really getting a look? Because, or is it just enough to kind of satisfy that? Oh, this product is a good product, right? If someone's like, "Oh, I want to buy a DJI Mavic drone," let me look up the unboxing to see if it's actually worth it. And then they watch the unboxing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this person was totally positive about it. Let me, I'm gonna get it now." And it kind of like gives them that approval a little bit to show, "Oh, this other person got it too, and they were liking it." Oh yeah, and it's a great product. It's got yeah. all these great specs. It's like self justification why you should get it. A little bit or does it teach the person how to react as well i that's whoa you're getting like philosophical here almost um or maybe psychological it's like a lot yeah it's kind of like the social peer pressure of like people want to be accepted want to fit in so they're like oh this is how i should react to getting a new mavic air or getting a new canon uh rebel t5i or sure i don't know why i went back two generations with the canon rebel series example well, you, know, two, you know that's when the good unboxings were all right so Gabe, we've defined what different kinds of unboxing videos are we've talked a little bit about why people watch them why why do you think people create unboxing videos like we had that first unboxing video it's you about said, the moolah baby all about the money the benjamins one million dollars uh, yeah, it's just about money. That's it. That's yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I I mean, I guess I kind of I pretty much wholeheartedly agree with that. No, I don't think it's all about money. I mean, partially I started creating uh, unboxing videos. Well, I guess partially because of money. No, but mainly it was because I was like, hey, you know, I'm buying all these products. Um, I'm watching a ton of informational videos about them. I'm learning about you know a lot about the products. By the time I receive most products that I buy like tech related I usually have done so much research that I'm essentially an expert on them or at least very close to uh, I still don't know what an iPhone is I, I opened that one up I was like what even is this a glass brick with like whole I don't even know no anyways well, it's a matte glass brick now oh, okay sorry Let's, yeah but yeah so I was like why don't I just you know create some videos to help people um, you know, learn about these products, uh, kind of see what's in the box and stuff like that. And it's a very easy video format to get into. Like you literally just set your product on a table, you know, get some decent lighting, point the camera down and roll right there. If you want, you can spice it up more with some, you know, B-roll shots to cut in and some music. Yeah. But, I mean, you could, you could just take it out. I mean, you can do a one take. Exactly. I think my first wonder. ones were one takes, maybe like three extra shots like beginning like of the box after all the stuff set up and then take a pic of the for the thumbnail and you're good that's it yeah you know i think i kind of got into it because i was excited about the product i was getting i, I was excited i wanted to share my excitement uh, i thought maybe people who 
haven't or, or haven't been able to afford this product or interested in it, they wanted to see what was in the box, I could provide helpful information in that regard or provide additional information that someone may may not have. Like when you buy a SIM-free model iPhone, you get that included SIM eject tool. I don't think this is included with all iPhones. I wanted to share that on my channel. And then to your point, yeah, like it kind of does. I see my unboxing videos getting the most traction, the highest views um, than some of my other videos. So it does make a lot of sense to kind of put something out there to try and get views. Maybe people will discover you, watch your other videos. That could really help grow your channel, build a new audience. Um, and that's kind of exciting. Like that's, that's kind of why I want to do that. Well, I have a question. When's the last time you opened up a product without filming an unboxing? And does it, does it sometimes feel like, I can't enjoy this. I feel like I should be filming an unboxing. Okay. I'm actually, I'm thinking, cause I don't buy too many products. And the ones I do buy, I film myself unboxing. Well, you're probably your camera you didn't film an unboxing, so. So, yes, this is true. I didn't, I guess if I feel like it doesn't fit in with my channel. So, if See, it's. See, you're, you're lucky there because my channel is a very. Just broad. Undefined tech. digital tech reviews and tips uh, where you're more focused on smartphones. So, I feel like I could buy, you know, a, a high tech coffee machine and be like oh great i have to unbox this on you have my to channel. unbox it have you ever saved something like you've had something lying around the house you could use it but you've left it perfectly sealed in its package and not used it so that you could film an unboxing video yeah and then uh, sometimes i've actually done that for a while like and then i've been like all right i just got to use this i can't keep you know i kept putting it off i kept being busy and been like i can't wait any longer just had to open it and start using it and be like i'll do something else with it maybe that's interesting that's really interesting. So yeah, I, I can't, I'm trying to think the last product I just used right out of my, a box, like, and just didn't, uh, didn't, you know, film in a box before. I can't, I can't really remember either. Maybe like a hard drive or possible, or I guess, it's, I guess the mics we're recording on was probably the last product that I just. Like way back in January? Yeah, way back in January, but that's really the last yeah, I'm trying to. I can't even remember what. I, yeah, well, everything you got, like, else. New shoes, right? Well, those aren't tech products. I mean, mine do. Yeah, they have a. You know, they communicate with uh, the NASA satellites. Uh, they can GPS triangulate. You track know, your runs. Track your runs. You know, you can watch TV on them. Cholesterol. Calorie. You can intake. text your friends. You know, you can. Uh, you know, communicate in the future. Uh, you know, leave. Yeah. Some, but not really techy. I don't think. Yeah, much. sure. I guess that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, they do have a DSLR built in that pops up. Uh, rocket packs, uh, you know, mini Tesla uh, batteries in the bottom. Yeah, but no, not tech. Not those aren't tech issues. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised it goes all the way back to January for the mics. Yeah, I think really for me, it's if it's a phone, I'll unbox it. If it's something that's not a phone, I won't film that, an unboxing. You, you should honestly put that on your uh, channel for like your my description description like if it's a phone i'll unbox it if it's a sim card i'll i'll not eject it i guess i don't know i'll i'll pop it in yeah i'll pop it in <laughs> oh no oh gosh yeah a sim card pop it in if it's a i don't know what else that's what, basically what all that I do. that's my sim that's card my phone uh if it's a cell phone plan i'll review it that's actually a pr- yeah. i'm licensing that you have to pay me now to use it oh no yeah, what got him he got me. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it for unboxing videos. That's I that's all I have. Yeah, this was this was not just a se- uh, s- severely well-timed 
and uh, well-planned coincidence that we have unboxing videos coming out on our channel for the new iPhones. This is true. You can yeah. check us out. Gabe, what's your channel? I've already said it. It's Digital Tech Reviews and Tips. So so I, you can check out Gabe's unboxing no, video there? No, I'm actually uploading it private so oh. that no one can watch it. Okay, so you can't watch Gabe's unboxing video, but if for, for some reason you find it, it'll be hyper-cinematic. We got some amazing shots. What, wouldn't that be cool to sh do a video unlisted that like... I would love to see like an artist do that and and have an unlisted video that was, but then it, I mean I guess it'd get shared on like a news site or something like that. Maybe. Or on so Twitter like, what do you think the highest viewed unlisted video? Yeah, that's never actually ever went public. Wow, there'd be like no way to figure. I out I know what there that are is. some videos that used to be interactive, like you know at the end of the video, it'd be like choose your fate adventure types. Right. Right, and you'd click this or this. And that was when you and you entered this unlisted like, yeah view like path. chain of videos right and so those are probably what I would guess would be I don't know that's a, that's an interesting question we'll never it's know wild we'll never know but uh, yeah and, and you can check out my unboxing videos on my channel Stetson Doggett that's it's pretty self explanatory and yeah. you can follow the podcast Pinch the Zoom podcast yeah we on don't YouTube. have any unboxing videos if you want us to do some audio unboxing videos. Uh, what is it asmr i guess we can do yeah i guess we'd mic up the box right and then we'd both get that be plastic opening it up off. all right i wish we had one. Oh my god a... my iphone 11 still in the box let yeah. me just yeah let's go get that crinkle some plastic yeah oh yeah yeah we just we don't actually do it we're just fooling the whole thing with other stuff oh here oh wow there's oh open up the box oh here it is oh what the iphone's been stolen no just kidding here it is guys it's a nice uh purple iphone we got here um oh, oh, oh dropped it oh no stetson oh, please tell me you got apple care yeah yeah that wow uh, yeah i don't think it would really translate into the it uh, really doesn't no podcast medium so we probably will never do a unboxing on the channel but yeah check out our channels uh and the pinch zoom podcast and the pinch zoom podcast and follow and us on social yeah, do you have your um notes app up this is your homework for next time so yeah channels podcast follow us on social uh and if you could come up with some topics for our next episode i'm just getting tired of thinking them guys you know please think of them for us so we don't have to get some user generated content or actually we'll do some work for you if you send us your tech questions on social media or pinch to zoom podcast at gmail.com we'll answer those for you on the podcast episode we will answer sometime your in the future tech questions or we won't maybe maybe but we probably will so yeah this has been nice uh, actually being in the same room together and not relying on uh, magical devices that have screens and cameras and to somehow transport images through <laughs> and the that web. lag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The lag. You probably noticed that we're a bit more responsive to each other. <laughs> yeah. Look, Gabe stops talking. I start talking. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. It's like we're having a real-time conversation. Yeah. You know. Crazy. If you can recommend uh, a less laggy uh web or face video chat thing than facetime let us know uh, that might help as well but yeah that's pretty much it for this episode thank you guys so much for listening i'm stetson and i'm gabe and we'll talk to you on the next episode talk to you we had this debate before no gabe don't bring it up again it's talk at you we talk at you that sounds that sounds pretty hostile yeah that's hostile we talk at you whether you like it or not words are just coming at your direction ah Oh, yeah, be oh. ready to dodge them. Oh, one got me in the face. Oh, oh. careful. Oh. These words are sharp. Yeah. Are, but maybe they're gentle.